Welcome to Soul Sugar. I'm your host, Carrie Rad. You might know me from my videos on YouTube. I love to chat about all things self-care, self-love, living our very best lives, and finding our inner magic. Soul Sugar is a community of blooming soul seekers like sugar for your soul. Welcome back to an all new episode of Soul Sugar Podcast. I have Christina Lay Dubois here with me and I'm stoked because she is my best friend. And not only is she my best friend, she is a registered yoga teacher. She is a four years master student of traditional Chinese medicine. She's a student of the healing arts and she's currently interning at Yosan University. She will be a future acupuncturist. And I think what she does is so cool. And you guys have asked me before, what she does and a little bit more about her because I've posted about what she does over on my Instagram. So I'm so excited to have you here today, Christina. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be a part of Soul Sugar and just to be able to hang out with you and just chat is so cool. I know. It's fun. We're sitting in my office right now. I've never really had a chance to like do anything like this with you before and I have always wanted to because Obviously, I talk about self-care and like personal growth and just different ways that you can heal. And I am stoked that you're, you know so much about that. And you know so much about, you know, ancient Chinese medicine, which is so fascinating. So it's so cool to have you on here. Christy and I have been friends for we just talked about it before we started for 18 freaking years yeah I mean does that age us a little bit (laughs) a little bit but I'm fine with it I mean 18 years is so crazy long and it's so cool Chrissy is going to be the maid of honor at my wedding so that's so cool and um it's just really neat to be able to I don't know, have a conversation with you on the podcast and like get to know you more too, because obviously I've watched you through your entire path, but like, I feel like I haven't, there's some parts of it that I don't even know about. And so I'm excited to learn more about you too and share you with the world because you're so freaking cool. Oh, thanks care. (laughs) I mean, I think it's so fun that we've known each other for 18 years and we can, we've been through so much and seeing each other kind of grow and Mm -hmm. continue to grow. We've been through kind of like the junior high phase together and how awkward and weird junior high is. And then we've been through the high school phase, which, you know, it's just crazy. And then just to see each other go through the 20s and now into our 30s, that's so special to have someone that you really like have from the beginning obviously I don't have a sister so I've always felt like you were the closest thing to it for me because um you were like the number one like female in my life that was my age and like you know obviously you know I go to my mom for a lot of things too but you know you were the one that I talked to about like all the you know just (laughs) ins and outs of like dating and yeah we definitely went through um awkward stages for sure and as we've grown it's been really interesting because like there was a big chunk of our lives that we didn't live in the same town so there was a big chunk of our life where I felt like we kind of lost connection for a little bit not we've always been connected but we just didn't get to um be around each other as much and it's cool that our journey has led us to live in the same town again 
Which yeah, is no. really cool. I mean, okay, first of all, how are we going to be able to do your wedding speeches? <laughs> because I'm like emotional. You're emotional <laughs> right now. Well, it's just like, no, it's like so sweet. Like yeah, the no. best friend and sister thing is yeah. really yeah. so nice. <laughs> well it's true okay i feel like i just like went up like three octaves there just like Ooh, you know emotional conversations we're both very emotional yeah extremely right. so i think that's another reason why we've always you know gotten along really well because i think it's really weird when we became friends it just like happened there was no like we just met each other at dance team tryouts in sixth grade Sixth grade. Sixth grade. Yeah, going into sixth grade. Going into sixth grade. And like the moment that we met each other, it was like, let's be friends. There was like no... Connection, boom. It wasn't just like, oh, hi, what's your name? Like it was, there was no buildup. It was instant like, we're friends. Yeah. Forevermore. All right, now that we have had our emotional friendship conversation, let's get into your journey in holistic medicine. When and how did you know this is what you wanted to do? I know your journey has been a process so far to get to this place of studying at Yosan, and it's been so cool to watch you do this and become a future acupuncturist. And I'm just curious on how you made the choice to get your master's in ancient Chinese medicine. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, A great question. I think it has kind of a couple different parts to it, but I think when I look back on kind of what I thought I wanted to do, I was an anthropology major at San Francisco State University, and a lot of my professors were medical anthropologists. So I got a lot of background, um, social and culturally disparities in medicine and how different people look at medicine, how people look at the body. And through that education just got me really interested in being in medicine. I didn't really know what part of medicine I wanted to be in. I thought about doing nursing and going back to school to kind of get in Western medicine. And yeah, I mean, I did some self-exploration. I moved abroad and I think I always knew I wanted to work with people and I just didn't know what aspect. Um, In college, I got to work with different communities throughout San Francisco and talk about health disparities and and how they dealt with their own health and just those questions and kind of looking at it in a bigger picture just got me really interested in the body and healing and health. It makes so much sense that you're doing, just hearing you talk now, I'm like, it makes so much sense that you're doing what you're doing. Because when I just look back at who you are and who you've always been you've always been really in tune with emotions first and foremost but you've also been really in tune with the body and I just remember like growing up and like you being like asking questions about like oh your head hurts like did you you know you always like kind of had that in you to to kind of pay attention to symptoms and you know, it sounds like you did that in San Francisco as well. And like, that's just always been part of like who you are. So it makes so much sense that you're doing that. I definitely agree. I think I've always been, had a really like sensitive body to where I was always aware of kind of what was going on with my body and when things didn't feel right or something was happening. Yeah, it was just, I'm just very body aware. So it comes kind of naturally. I found acupuncture when I was going through kind of a hard time with what was going on with my body. I had... A lot of stomach issues and GI problems and I was suffering from fatigue chronic fatigue 
where I couldn't get up in the morning. I was 24 years old and couldn't hold conversations at restaurants. I was so tired. I just felt like I was not 24. Like there was something going on. So through that, I was kind of, you know, sent through the Western diagnosis and I was kind of given these very intense diagnoses where, you know, Western doctors were telling me that this was going to happen and and X, Y, and Z was going to happen in the future. They were throwing medications at me, very strong medications that were very scary. And, you know, I was just kind of questioning everything because I didn't feel like that was the answer. So through talking with friends, some had brought up acupuncture and I found an acupuncturist in Las Vegas uh, kind of in Chinatown in the middle of I don't know where and you know she was from China very serious kind of went over my case didn't speak a lot of English and kind of looked at me like you know no this is not your path like she put me on the table and I got I think five or six treatments and I felt like a different person And that was kind of the first time I was like aware of what acupuncture could do for me. And with, you know, some lifestyle changes, diet changes, you know, I could go into that all. But I think it's so important that I kind of question for a second what my health journey was going to be. I think that that's my favorite thing about acupuncture and ancient Chinese medicine in general is because... When you're going to a doctor, like the Western approach, I feel like they are so automatic in thinking that they know what's wrong with you. You barely get to explain what's going on and it's maybe a couple of things and then you most of the time get subscribed something to take to figure it out. And from my experience of coming to see you and coming into Yosan, and, you know, I have only been to an acupuncture appointment twice, but both times I was blown away by the questions that you asked me and the questions that the licensed acupuncturist that was working with you asked. I thought it was so cool because it was the first time that I felt like in the health world, I was being heard. You know, when I was talking about, I have a like this cyst that I've had near my spine for a long time and I went in with a cough a different time and they ask questions that you really feel like you're hurt. And I think that a lot of people have told me, my friends have said like, gosh, I just feel like they just don't, you know, when they're going to the Western approach, they're like, all they want to do is prescribe me something. And that is what, it, that is just what I love about ancient Chinese medicine and going in for an acupuncture appointment it's that you get to explain your feelings and like how you know how you feel physically but also how you feel emotionally and obviously we all know that emotional health really does affect our physical health so asking those questions it's like duh like of course we should be asking these questions. Yeah. I mean, I think traditional Chinese medicine is great because it is mind-body. It connects the two. But yeah, I mean, I think having an integrative approach where you have a doctor and you're going to a Western doctor and you hear them, but just taking control of the decisions that you make with your body. So having a you know different perspective. But I think Western and Eastern medicine work really well together. 
By the way, I've been taking my seaweed pills. Oh, like a good girl. Like a good girl. You're a good patient. <laughs> I didn't for like You're the a compliant patient. I'm being compliant. I they prescribed me some like totally holistic natural seaweed because seaweed seaweed helps, helps dissolve um, nodules. So anything phlegm or the cyst that you had, the little tiny nodule in your spine. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's herbology at its uh, finest. Finest. So for somebody who doesn't know anything about acupuncture and maybe they've never had it before and they really don't know what it is, can you give us a little breakdown of acupuncture and Chinese medicine? Kind of what acupuncturists do is they look at the body as something that works in a whole unit. So basically there are 12 primary channels that go throughout your body and along those channels are acupuncture points that we study that can be measured on everyone's body and through those acupuncture points we can treat whatever's going on with a specific person. So if you kind of think of channels being like freeways in a state. So there's tons of freeways, they interconnect, some of them don't connect. And then if you think of those freeways flowing with cars and everyone's kind of having a nice drive, that's a balanced channel or a balanced body. But if you think about traffic jams and how that slows down the freeway, that's kind of like what we look at as disease. Wherever there's a slowdown on the channel, that's where we're trying to move that that stagnant area. So I I mean, I love that analogy because you can think of like, you know, driving down the 405 in California and you're driving and you feel cool and then all of a sudden you come to a halt and you're sitting there. If you think of your, your body as these channels that are flowing like that and then, you know, you have like a pain or something doesn't feel right, that's that stagnant stopping point. That makes sense. And acupuncturists can work with that and by using the needles at the specific points open up those channels to relieving the pressure of that area yeah kind of yeah but the cool thing about it is that the pressure you know the pressure of the needle going through can actually open up a different area of your body which I remember when I came to see you 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 know I can't even remember which part of the body it was but I think you put something like you you put them everywhere really but you one of the spots that you put in like my head, I think, or whether it was my foot, I remember my stomach reacted and then we didn't have any needles in my stomach at the time. And I told you, I was like, oh, my stomach just kind of had a mind of its own. It kind of did something I had never felt before. This muscle that I've never felt move before. And you were like, perfect. That's what I wanted to hear. And I was like, (laughs) what's happening? Um, So it's so cool. And I wish that you were with me anytime I tried to explain acupuncture because I'm so bad about it because I tell people about acupuncture because I had have had really great experiences with it and then when people ask me about it I'm like well I don't even want to tell you what I say but I wish you were with me to explain (laughs) so it would be helpful (laughs) yeah it's hard I mean it's hard it's a hard concept kind of because it's more it's not something you can see that's like not tangible so it's yeah And that's what's so hard for people. Yeah, I mean, and that's coming back to it. Acupuncturists work with chi, which is our vital energy, and all the different chis in the body. So it's balancing. It's it's body balance. Thank you to Hemp Fusion for sponsoring today's episode of Soul Sugar. 
There is so much confusion around CBD these days, and that's exactly why I created an episode all about CBD here on Soul Sugar Podcast. And that's also why I'm so excited to be working with Hemp Fusion because not all CBD is created equally. Adding Hemp Fusion CBD to your daily routine adds so many great benefits. Our bodies already make cannabinoids, and plant based CBD helps naturally balance out our body. Hemp Fusion doesn't just offer CBD. They offer CBD plus omegas, plus terpenes to help you feel 100%. They do this because CBD works best for your body when combined with other nutrients. I have been absolutely loving their Sleep CBD Full Spectrum Hemp Extract. It's been helping me to just feel more relaxed at the end of the night and really helps me get a deeper sleep. If you're interested in checking them out, you can find Hemp Fusion at a natural products retailer near you. They're also available online and they can ship anywhere in the U.S. I have a 20% off code for you guys. You can use Soul Sugar for 20% off of your first order and free shipping at hempfusion.com. That's promo code Soul Sugar for 20% off and free shipping at hempfusion.com. Hemp Fusion can ship anywhere in the U.S. Thank you to Charles and Colvarge for sponsoring today's episode of Soul Sugar Podcast. As we speak, I am currently wearing some of the most beautiful Charles and Colvard Moissanite stud earrings, and I absolutely love them. They're so gorgeous. Moissanite is the world's most brilliant gem. Charles and Colvard are redefining luxury with Moissanite. They're delivering a brilliant product at such an incredible value, balanced with social responsibility. Originally discovered in fragments of a meteorite, so cool. Moissanite is so rare that it has to be made. With our wedding coming up, I have been doing all of the searching through different types of jewelry and Charles and Colvard has such gorgeous pieces to find for gifts or to possibly wear on the day. Charles and Colvard have been creating and perfecting Moissanite for over 20 years now. It is lab grown and one of the rarest minerals on earth. Some of my favorite things about it, it is ethically sound and a revolutionary, brilliant product. Moissanite is double reflective, so it offers more fire and brilliance than any other gemstone in the world. Charles and Colvard offers loose gems, engagement, bridal, and the list goes on. They also have super cute stacker rings, all in 14 karat gold. And another awesome fact that I love all of their jewelry is made with 95% recycled precious metal and all of the source material for Charles and Colvard Moissanite is 100% made in the USA. You know I got you guys a code. Learn more and get 20% off our special listener offer at charlesandcolvard.com sugar. Again, that's charlesandcolvard.com sugar to get 20% off of your special listener offer at charlesandcolvard.com slash sugar. Now let's get back into the conversation. And at the end of the day, you can't see disease. So that's along the lines of one of the questions that I have for you is, I know for me, I've had beneficial experiences with acupuncture and I really felt like it helped me and I wasn't even coming in consistently, which I know is recommended. I just had these like, you know, 
two appointments and you're supposed to go consistently, but I did see an improvement in just one visit. And I know that there are people who don't understand acupuncture and they can't like wrap their head around how it works. And I guess in a nutshell, what would you say to somebody who, because at the end of the day, ancient Chinese medicine, holistic medicine, natural medicine, all these different ways to describe it, whatever it might be, people have this opinion about it sometimes. There's especially like the older generation. There's like kind of the doubt there. What what do you say to somebody who has the doubts? Yeah, I mean, I think the whole thing with ancient traditional Chinese medicine is that it's been around for over 2,000 years when, you know, there wasn't a scientific base of, of trying to prove what works. People like to have scientific background about what works and doesn't. They they really want like a yes or no white and black answer, which there is now, which is awesome. There's so much research being done in acupuncture and how it works, but I think there's a component that you have to let go and it is an energetic medicine. There are some things that we can't tell you why it works. We can't tell you why I put a couple needles in your back and you feel a huge emotional release. There's just... There's a part of that where if you want to go get acupuncture, you're going to have to let a little bit of the questioning go of like why, how, what, when. So it just kind of depends on where your mind is at and and what you are willing to accept. And I'm also like an advocate of like finding an acupuncturist that you feel comfortable with and you feel that kind of ease of of trust and you know, it's like a relationship with anything else. If you don't like your doctor, you can get another doctor. If you don't like the, you know, a, a service or a thing that you're going to find someone that works for you. So I know acupuncture treats every type of disease. Do you find yourself pulled towards treating and healing anything specific? Within this last four years about learning of everything acupuncture can treat, I have been really interested in focusing and specializing in women's health. I think There's so many things as women that we go through in our bodies every month. Menstruation cycle, emotions, stress, especially in the modern kind of world that women are forced kind of in these positions to be so many different things, wear so many different hats, along with having this cycle every month. I think acupuncture and women's health can go hand in hand in treating so many parts of the monthly cycle. And I think acupuncture can help treat PMS. I think it helps regulate periods. So many women have horrible periods every month where they're out, can't go to work. There's cramps, there's emotional irritability, and acupuncture treats all of those things. When I see someone kind of struggling with this part that they've just suppressed for so many years and just dealt with because you're kind of just told to deal with the period like everyone has a period deal with it your flow is really heavy get bigger pads you're stressed out you're moody take a mydol there's a little bit of excedrin in there a little caffeine boost it'll help you out but i think that what's great about acupuncture is that we can actually change that cycle we can change how you feel. It can change how heavy your flow is or it can you know, bring more blood on. Stress can off balance your hormones. Acupuncture treats stress. It reduces inflammation. It promotes healthy blood circulation. When it comes back to like what I'm interested in is I think that there's no answers for 
treating the menstrual cycle and what we as women have to go through every single month. And with acupuncture, it's like amazing. I've seen so many changes in women that are so beneficial to their everyday lives. I think it's so cool that you have decided to go down that path because as you just said, it's very much needed because we all feel like it's just part of being a woman, which of course having a period is, but not having to deal with all of the things that come along with that is amazing. And I think it's such a cool focus. And I always think about how it's cool that I have you in my life because I always think about like, oh, when when I'm trying to get pregnant or if I can't get pregnant or anything like I have you to go to because you're also going to specialize in fertility. Yeah, I think down the line and honestly, I work at a, a specialty clinic right now at Yosan Um, Wednesday nights that specializes in women's health and fertility. There's a lot of research right now about acupuncture and fertility. We're some of the least fertile women ever in our human existence. And, you know, there's a debate on, on all of that. But acupuncture, when you're going through fertility and the process of trying to get pregnant, having a baby, miscarriage, is so nurturing and it's a place that you can go when you're kind of going through that time in your life. A lot of people are doing IVF, IUI, doing outside fertility treatments. There's a lot of symptoms that come with hormones and all of that. Acupuncture can help with those symptoms. It also helps throughout the whole IVF process. Stress can be a reason why, obviously we know it's scientifically proven that stress affects your health directly. And the cool thing about an acupuncture appointment is that a lot of people think, oh my gosh, it's they're putting needles in your body. And like, just as somebody who's not an acupuncturist literally knows nothing about it and was like very nervous when I went in for the first time, the needles are the tiniest thing ever. And like, yes, you feel them, but they're like, they're almost just non-existent because they're so small. And the cool thing about the acupuncture appointment is that it's actually really relaxing. When you go in there, it's like the world's slowing down, right? And so when you said that it can be really nurturing, like that's true because you're walking in there and yeah, you might be scared for your first time because needles are involved, but it's actually a really relaxing experience. Like they had little feet warmer for me when I went in there. <laughs> You know, and I was like, this is so cool because you don't expect it to be that way. And I think people automatically assume that like, oh my gosh, this is going to be crazy. They're going to put needles all over my body. And yeah, I mean, I love that because I love like when I do see women who are working all day and stressed and like on their phones and they come in and it's like almost like their time. Like they have one hour of like, I can lay here and have like this like silent, peaceful rest for one hour out of my day which is so, that's self-care. Totally. It feels like you're walking on a cloud afterwards. You're just like light, you know, because so much has been released. And I think for a woman who might be stressed out about not being able to get pregnant, like coming to see you and having that, that moment with you is probably so healing and so relaxing. And actually, I know someone specifically from when I lived in Orange County who could not get pregnant, was trying everything, started acupuncture, got pregnant, and now is on, now is pregnant with her second baby. Wow. So that's so, that's like so exciting. It's so cool. I think when people start to try to get pregnant, they don't even realize that they have kind of a cycle and a period of time that you 
have to get pregnant during the month and that's it. So I think with acupuncture, the questions we ask really kind of help you know more about your body. We ask like the color of your menstrual blood. We ask when you get the symptoms. We ask so many different questions that maybe you don't even think about throughout the month. Yeah, so I love that process because I feel like it's almost kind of teaching us about our bodies in a way that we don't really get in our younger years. So switching the gears just a little bit from the menstrual cycle and fertility and women's health conversation, is there something that you recommend as a simple daily habit for someone to practice on their own that kind of correlates with your studies and what you're working on and like the holistic approach? How, like, what do you recommend as simple daily habits that they should do just to kind of like get moving in the right direction? Okay, let's see. I think um, what I try to implement with the patients that I'm seeing as an intern is kind of this, um, I don't know, I call it the 10-10-10. I think that we're so busy in everyday life. Um, 10 minutes seems like a doable number. So I would say the first would be just 10 minutes every day to kind of do a full body scan. It's kind of what I do in the beginning when I teach yoga of kind of this starting from the top of the head, going down through the whole body into the feet and kind of just checking in, checking in with your breath, how you feel, any tightness in your face or in your chest and kind of just, you know, setting a a timer on your phone for 10 minutes. I think it's really doable and I think it helps people kind of just be with their body for 10 minutes when maybe they don't have time through the whole day. The second 10 is 10 minutes of sweating, like 10 minutes of movement, 10 minutes when you're using your body, whether that's running around the block, walking around the block, like in a brisk walk, stretching, doing a little bit of a a yoga flow, any type of movement, because I feel like we're sitting, we're standing, we're driving in the car, and that's all very stagnating. So that 10 minutes of movement, that little bit of cardiovascular activity is really great. I think it also helps relieve stress too. I would say the last 10 minutes that I've been trying to implement in helping people deal with the emotions that come throughout the day, the emotions are a diagnostic factor in Chinese medicine. We believe in traditional Chinese medicine that the emotions can be a cause of disease. Different emotions cause the chi to do different things. I've been trying to get people to kind of sit for 10 minutes and just jot down how they felt that day. Maybe a specific feeling during the day or maybe just an overall kind of mental health check-in, where my emotions are at, what do I feel today? I mean, it's a total of 30 minutes. You can do it throughout the day. You can do 10 in the morning, 10 in the afternoon, 10 at night. But yeah, I think those three things are really important for kind of everyday health. The 10, 10, 10. I love it. (laughs) That is like, that's so creative of you. Oh. (laughs) I feel like I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about that and be like, well, my friend Chrissy does the 10, 10, 10. That's (laughs) what we should all be doing. (laughs) Hey, we should all just try. Well, thank you so much for coming all the way out here today. I get to spend the rest of the afternoon with you too, so that's gonna be fun. We're gonna go look at bridesmaids' dresses. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Oh, thank you for having me. I love coming here. Your house is so comfortable and so relaxing. It's so nice to be here in the sunshine. No, Chrissy pulled up today and there was like this huge 
butterfly in front of like my massive head. bird butterfly the biggest butterfly I've ever seen and it just like was like flying by her and I was like and she was just like wow and it was like this like magical moment yeah she, like, she so came with nice. a butterfly <laughs> yeah I mean being in the city getting out of the city is like so necessary yeah okay well please please let everybody know where they can find you in this world if they would like to find you and i highly recommend that you guys check out chrissy and just like what she does and you can go get an appointment with her which is so cool so how can they do all of these things yeah, so right now um, I'm using my Instagram to kind of do some stories and posts at Christina Lay Yoga, C H R I S T I N A L E I Yoga. So Christina Lay Yoga. And hopefully in the next couple months, be building that and you guys can kind of follow my journey with graduation and being licensed acupuncturist. So yeah, you can find me there. I'm an intern at Yosan University in about Venice, west side of LA. I take appointments there. I'll also be at Venice Family Clinic this next semester working on the west side um, at the Pico location. So exciting. Chrissy's fun fact, Chrissy's middle name is Lei because she was born in Hawaii, like a Lei <laughs> that they put around your neck. <laughs> I need to get myself into an appointment with you again as well and be consistent with it because I see such great benefits every time I go that I'm like, I need to get back there. But I'm just, you know, life happens. So definitely go check out her stuff. You can do an acupuncture appointment with her or you can, Chrissy also teaches yoga from time to time. She's a full rounded healer. We are at the end of our episode. So now it is time for a soul sugar moment it's where we just take a second to either set an intention for the day or ask you guys a question just to get you thinking just so that at the end of the episode you have just something a little nugget of feel good conversation so i'm gonna let chrissy lead that today okay so for my soul sugar moment i just want all the women out there which i know this is directed towards women but as men you can kind of um, just take this and, and notice it with the women in your in your worlds. So as women, just noticing how you feel throughout the month and correlating that to your cycle is just really kind of relieving in a sense that there are different emotions you can feel throughout the month and just accepting kind of the differences that you feel in your body and in your mind throughout the month and being okay with everything that comes with that. So just taking a second, I think, today to kind of dedicate yourself to accepting being a woman and everything that we have to go through and the, the emotions that come up throughout the month and just being okay with that and just being more aware and in tune with your body. Thank you for that soul sugar moment. Now we're going to drive across town in LA traffic. (laughs) 
<laughs> so that was a good intention for us to set. You gave us a relaxing moment, so thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. I hope this was, I don't know, informative, but fun and, and kind of accessible. Of and course. Yeah, it thank was. you so much. I'm thank honored you. to be here. I'm honored to have you, my oh. friend. <laughs> thank you all so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. While you're waiting for our next episode, come chat with us over on the Instagram. It's at soul sugar co that's at s-o-u-l-s-u-g-a-r-c-o we give you a daily dose of inspiration over there also it is the best place for us to communicate together and i love hearing feedback and advice from you guys over there as well so definitely come on over and let's be friends there